Okay, good day, everybody. This is the Option Professor, and we're going to go over risk management today and uh, my opinion and my observations on it. Uh, quick background, I've been doing this for over 40 years, so obviously I've got a certain amount of product knowledge on these things, and I've done seminars throughout the country um, uh, for thousands and thousands of people. So I have a pretty good idea on how the options work and a pretty decent way of explaining it. So I'm going to try to do that here today. But uh, again, uh, again, this is strictly my opinion. And of course, we're not giving out any, any specific advice here. That's for your brokerage firm and yourself to figure out. Okay, let's get into it here and I'll share you my uh, opinions. Uh, as far as, I'm just gonna start out with the S&P so you get an idea of where we're at here and what it might be looking like. Uh, again, you can see on the 20 year graph, uh, we did hold uh, above that blue line now, that's a 36 SMA. So it looks good, but it did run into the green there. And that's where we got the sell signal at 4208, which has so far been the high. So the sell signal at 4208 has been excellent so far. If it gets taken out, of course, we'll turn around with it. But if it can't get taken out and it starts taking out 4,000 and 39.50 and 38.50, uh, then obviously uh, this is a market that may even go down to as low as the blue, uh, the purple line later in the year. So again, we don't fight the tape. The tape has been telling us it's going up. We don't fight that. The tape has told us it ran into a roadblock at 4208. And that's where you would do some of the hedging we're talking about now. Okay. All right. Um, again, I'm going to show an example of something like uh, uh, this one here, booking.com, which is coming out with earnings this week. So it could be a very interesting uh, week uh, on this. Airbnb uh, rolled over a little bit this week, but uh, these stocks obviously have run up through the roof because of the fact that obviously travel picked up. So again, the first thing you can do when you have got a, um, when you have got a, um, uh, uh, risk management is you have to have an idea where you want to get out of the market. So again, right now, sometimes people will use the one-year moving average as a place to get out. Obviously, if you get out and it gets back above it, you're allowed to come back in. But right now, it comes in right around 24.53. So if this thing were to start breaking under 24.53, some people would do things like what? Cut their size back, meaning trim their position or they might uh, replace their position with options. What does that mean? That means if you owned a whole bunch of this stock and it has run up from 1600 bucks and it has gone all the way up to 2550, that's a pretty good run. In fact, even since uh, uh, December, it's gone from 1950 to 2550. That's a pretty good run. Now here's what we're a little bit concerned with. Can you see the high right there? This is a little bit of a reason why you might be uh, concerned about it. The high there has an RSI of 77. Can you see that? The high price there was what? 24.89 and the RSI was 77. Now we've made this brand new high and you can see it went up to 25.37. So you got a bigger new high but look at the RSI only at 59. That's called a divergence. And that is an indication that this stock is a little bit exhausted on a short-term basis. Also, you have a high surrounded by two lower highs. That's also sometimes a sign of a turn. So again, this would be a candidate possibly for some trimming or possibly um, uh, uh, risk management. So let's go over a little example of that so you get an idea. First thing, uh, people could do is consider call options. Now, since this thing has had a big run up, a lot of people will want to be able to stay in the market without, if it keeps going up. So to start out with, some people will start out with a uh, striking price about 20% higher 
than where the market's currently trading. So if the market's currently trading at 24.62, if you take 20% on top of that, it gives you about 29.54. So again, you'd probably be looking at striking prices well above the ones that are even on this board. If, that's, if you were concerned about it continuing to go up and that credit you got on the call by selling the covered call, that would reduce your risk on your principal by the amount of the uh, premium. And it would limit your upside to whatever strike price you choose. If you were neutral on the stock and you thought it might go into a trading range, you might sell something lower like a 2550 or a 2600 or a 2650 call. That will bring in a much higher premium, but it also caps your upside at the lower strike of 2550 or 2600 or 2650. But it brings in more cash, which means if it goes down and the option expires at zero, that cash can help reduce your risk on the stock by the amount of the cash you received. So that's another uh, thing to do. And the other times, if people think it's really going to go down and maybe go down to 2350 or something sharp, they'll sell an in-the-money option with a high premium. So something like a 23, a 24 uh, even or a 2350, they're in the money, but they also may have a significant premium to them still. And that means your cap will be at the striking price. Let's say it's 2400 plus the premium. And then you come up with a number and that's your cap. But if the market drops and it gets under 2400 and you sold the 24 call and it went to zero and you keep the premium, that premium is going to give you more downside protection than the out of the money call or the at the money call. So when you're starting to hedge using covered call writing, you have to make an opinion on, do I think there's a lot more upside? Then you sell the 15, 20% higher than the market. If you think it's neutral, then you sell something right around the highs of the market. And if you think it's going to have a maybe a sharper drop, then you sell a little bit in the money to capture a bigger premium to obviously protect that principle some more. Okay, that's the covered call writing way of trying to hedge or use risk management. Again, another risk management is obviously sizing your position. So again, you want to make sure that you don't have too much leverage or too much exposure on any one trade basis your account value. So sizing of your position. And then of course, we talked about the exit strategy. Uh, sometimes we'll, if we, if we had a big run like this, you might look to the one month graph and try to get the earliest signal of a rollover. And the earliest signal just came when it broke under 2490. Um, so you're the, your first signal has been hit, but the red line is not pointing down yet. And until it points down, like it did back here in February, again, the bigger drop happens when the red line is pointing down. Same thing up here on the one year. It's starting to uh, peak out a little bit here. But if this thing has good earnings, it obviously could pop and take that thing out. Right now, though, as we see it, you've got uh, uh, a little divergence there. And that's why you've already got this kind of a drop from the 2550 level down to 2450. That's 100 bucks off of it pretty quick. And I think that's due to that divergence. Okay. RSI, you can see, has very much, you know, that's a, that shows you the divergence on RSI right there.
Okay, so sometimes when that happens, you have to be concerned about a drop. Um, other ways of uh, protecting yourself is you get out of your positions, right? And you replace them with limited risk options or limited risk call spreads. Let's say, uh, again, it's come up here towards the 2550. And for whatever reason, because of the divergence or just the simple fact it's had such a big run, you think there could be a correction. And if in fact that's true, then obviously you'd want to take your money off the table and there's plenty of it there if you've been in there for a year or half a year or whatever. And then you replace it. Uh, you know, if you, if you started here and you take out $500 cause you started at 2000 and that's 2,500. If you're taking out $500, you could turn that uh, $500, a portion of it into a call spread, maybe something like the 2550 and 2650 or the 2600 and the 2700. The bottom line is you're trying to take cash off the table and then make your risk limited to the premiums so that if it goes way down, all they get you for that you'll lose is the premiums, not such a big uh, price uh, as that. Um, so that's the, the other thing to do, uh, which is called a replacement trade. Another way to go would be a collar. And that's where you do the covered call writing. Say you sell the 2550 or the 2600 call because you think it might've hit a top. And then you take that premium and you buy a put at say 2400. And hopefully the difference between selling that call and buying that put would be pretty flat. Then you've got parameters around your stock. You have upside potential to the high strike price of 2550 if that's what you've chose. And you've got a floor on your equity. Let's say you took the 2400 put. So you have a floor of 2400. So by selling the call and buying the put, you have put your parameters up there. You can still make up to 2550 because that's your strike there. And then you have downside hedge at 2400. That's called a collar. And that's because you're trying to collar it on both sides. And of course, another way is just strictly a married put. You know, if you got $500 of a gain here and you put in a put it uh, and you put in $100 on a put, you know, pick a 2400 put or something like that. Yeah, you're going to lose the $100 put if it doesn't go down. But you're also going to have what? It's peace of mind that you've got insurance on it in case there's a big drop down to 2150 because maybe we go into a recession for all we know. The other thing with these options is you have got to figure out how much time you want to have on these options. That's the art rather than just the science. The science is, you know, obviously cover, uh, covered call, collar, married put, replacement trade. That's all what? That's all the, um, the standard um, uh, science. The art is, again, how do you choose and again, that's uh, going to be based on the circumstances and your opinion, like I said. So you have to factor that in as well. I'm going to go to the options and show you another thing because some people might have owned calls here, right? They own calls. What do you do when a thing might have peaked on calls, but you're not sure? Here's how you use risk management on that. Let's go over to options on this thing, and I'll give you an idea. Again, this is going to be called legging into a call spread. And it's a form of risk management. Now, I'm not going to worry about the expiration date because I'm just showing you the basic technique here. Um, okay, the market is trading at um, the market is trading at uh, 24.62. So let's say you had bought again the uh, 24.15 call, right? And it's currently trading at 39, right? And you say, hang on one second here. Yeah. And let's say after you buy this call, the stock jumps $20. Let's see what that would do. 
on the 2035 calls, they're going for 16, okay? If you get a jump in the stock from 2415, let's say it's trading at 2415 in this example, and you bought an option at 39, it now jumps up to, we said a, um, let's call it a $30 move, and it goes up to 2445, right? Now that one that's at 11, if the implied volatility stays, and if there's not that much time that goes by, say it pops right away, what you, what you see the 2415 going for may be very similar to what the 2445 is going for. So say that jumped from 11 to 39, and you're still in the what? 2415s, and you don't know what to exactly do. Well, one thing you could do is you could sell the 2445s after the run-up, if it goes to 39, you could sell it for 39 and that gets you your original money back. So right now that 39 you paid because it jumped right after you bought, you could sell the uh, call in this example. This is an example. Um, at 39, you can get your money back by selling that call. Now you've got what they call a free look at a spread of 24.15 and 24.45, which is 30 bucks times 100 shares. That's a $3,000 maximum potential if this stock can stay above 24.45, right? So if it does that and the time runs out, you could have the spread go to as high as $30. And again, you're risking it once you sell that call at 39, which is what you paid that one for, is down to zero. So if for whatever reason, the stock just collapses to 24, 23, 10, and these options all go to zero, the 24.45 will pay for the 24.15. So you walk away with no loss at all. And if it continues to be strong above 24.45, you can walk away with 3,000 on every spread and really have been walking around with no cash risk in it because you spread it. Okay, this is the option professor. And this was a very brief example of risk management, sizing, exit strategy and discipline, legging into the spreads using collars, married puts and replacement trades. If you'd like more personal information, of course, you're invited to go to optionprofessor.com, put in your contact information. I can speak to you directly. You can have your questions answered and we'd be happy to do it. So just go to optionprofessor.com, put your uh, information in there and I can talk to you directly. Have a great day, everybody. And we'll be talking to you soon.